R&B, hip-hop status, true more or less, jazz classical type hits, that's the side effect, yeah, but internationally loaned to play the best hits, independent radio spins, non-politic, filled with all types of advice, inspiration through the daily crew that bring moves, pumping straight flavor, Nicki Minaj and a Teddy Rally, so grab your champagne and vibe, meet you in the lobby, side effects of poor lupus, radio blast rise, from Monday to Wednesday, Thursday to Friday, 7 p.m. So keep it tuned on the fly day The side effect way you're the highway 30 minute in they cruise Wednesday That's Jag on the airway still The side effect way you're the highway Call 323-784-9635 We live in effect with the side side radio The side effect Hey, this is John Witherspoon Bang, 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 bang don't nobody go to the bathroom for the next 35 or 45 minutes. Yeah, boy. You're listening to the Side Effect Radio Show. Hello, world. Welcome to another edition of the Side Effect Radio Show. I am Sai, your host. I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. I know you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to hang out with your girl. And for that, I do appreciate you. If you are on Twitter, Instagram, follow your girl at I am Sai. Also, like the SciFX fan page on Facebook, the SciFX. And you can also download the SciFX radio show on iTunes. So you can take your girl everywhere you go. Tonight on the SciFX radio show, my special guest is Hollywood X's cast member, Andrea Kelly, the ex wife of R. Kelly. The choreographer slash reality star is going to discuss how she balanced motherhood with her new fame, as well as her new dance DVD, and much, much more. So you don't want to miss this. Don't go anywhere, because we'll be right back with the hella funny, super fly, beautiful Miss Andrea Kelly, right after this. Hey, everybody out there. This is your girl, Lunell. And I'm hanging with my girl, Sai, on the Side Effect Radio Show. Don't go nowhere. If you want to get game, keep listening. What's going on, world? It's your girl, Sai. Would you like to be a guest on the Side Effect Radio Show? If so, email thesideeffect at gmail.com for consideration. Please, let's give a warm welcome for the hella funny, sexy, beautiful, intelligent, talented, Miss Drea Kelly to the Sci Effect Radio Show. Welcome, Mama. Thank you, Mama. All right for the intro, girl. Yes, I'm going to send you a check. <laughs> you know, when I first saw the episode, the very first episode last year, I instantly connected with you because of your personality, your willingness for everyone to get along, the way you spoke your truth. I said, yeah. I love Drea. I got to talk to her. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know what? I wear my heart on my sleeve, you know? So it yeah. is what it is. I'm Drea all the time. I don't know how to be anything but who I am. And I, I'm understanding mm-hmm. clearly that everybody's not going to like me, but I'm happy that people right. will respect that when I saw her, whether on TV, in person, at a radio station, she was the same every time. I'm mm-hmm. always I am. And I think when people do that, you can't go wrong. Real recognizes Absolutely. real. And I think that's 
connect because I'm real. I'm not getting on TV and saying, okay, this is my TV persona, and then when you see me in the street, I got another persona, and when with my so I, I thank everybody, all of well, I don't call them fans, I call them my dreamers. Just thank you for embracing that and just they, they got it with the show. So I'm really yes. happy about it. Yes. Now before we get started, get all up in the mix. How is your foot, girl? Because when you fell on your foot, I was I grabbed my foot so fast, I was like, Oh my god, girl, I was crying with you. I was oh my girl, god, mercy. Well, that was the worst pain I would rather deliver 1,800 babies with no epidural people I have. That kind of pain. Girl, that pain went from my toe up my hip, the side of my arm, into my tooth, hurt my ear. Like, girl, my baby head was hurt. That was the worst pain I have ever felt in my entire life. But it's better now. I'm dancing. Um, it's, you know, every now and then it gets a little stiff on me, but it just, sometimes it takes mm-hmm. a year to really rehab and get back yeah. to where you were. But I'm just so happy and blessed that it was not the end of my career. But you know what? It allowed mm-hmm. me to slow down and really take mm-hmm. stock and, and really look at my life and say, when this does come to an end, because it will, that's the reality of this yes. answer, what else do you want to do? So in hindsight, it really allowed me to reflect and really get my businesses in order and decide, you know what? Mm-hmm. One day I will I will transition, and will I be okay with that? So, you know, it was a good right. thing at the end. You know, it's amazing how God works. He's always on time. He's not he's never not when we want him to, but it's when we need him to be on time. Right, right. Most definitely. So for me that was a wonderful learning lesson because I do uh dance fitness. So for me it was great because I really dance 100%, but it did allow me to focus on my fitness DVD because everybody mm-hmm. has me. Like, do you work out? Are you in the gym? Do you train? Do you run track? Do you lift weights? And I'm just dancing. So I decided, you know what, because I cannot perform to my full, you know, capacity right now, let me work on my fitness DVD. Let's get that done. So a dance for me. Nice. And see, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you because you have a nice body, you're in shape, your booty is pow, your arms are fine. <laughs> okay, obviously, I got to get the DVD. When is the DVD? Yes. Yes, we don't have a definite release date for the DVD yet because we're still working on some distribution deals, and then we're working on a deal that we're going to go VOD because we live in a day and age where, you know, DVDs and CDs don't sell like they used to when you have Netflix, Mm -hmm. On Demand, things like that. So I want it to be fully accessible to people where you don't have to be cumbersome with, okay, I got the DVD player, I got to put it in the DVD. No. One button, click, you're there, you can do it online. So we just have not solidified that release date. But I will be back on your line, boo, calling you to let you know you won. Because I want all my girls to try it out and tell me what they think. Oh, yes, you got to do that because, you know, we're trying to get our sexy bag, not only for the summer, but for the wintertime, too. Women, our sensuality and sexuality you would be surprised how much that is connected when you don't feel 
good about yourself. You don't feel good in the way yes. your body looks. I'm not putting on thigh highs. I'm not about to put on a garter. I'm not putting my hooker heels mm-hmm. on. I'm about to throw this sweatshirt on, these t-shirts, and these granny panties because you don't feel sexy. But mm-hmm. if I can get women to see that, A, sexy does not necessarily mean skinny because skinny doesn't always mean healthy. That's number one. Mm-hmm. So embrace your curves. It's okay, but you can tone it up. You have to be skinny, just like I've seen full-figured women, and they are far healthier than a woman who's starving herself just to be thin. Mm-hmm. It's about embracing your body. What is sexy for you? I look at women. Absolutely. I'm not a busty woman. I'm not a hippie woman. And I've seen some women that are very sexy, very beautiful, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I would give anything for that body. So if I can get women mm-hmm. to just embrace and see what you think is a flaw, many other women look at you and see it as flawless. Then we're yes. on the right track. Yes. You're preaching right now because we have a lot of sisters who are dealing with self-esteem issues, and unfortunately that does come with weight gain. Yeah, and then, and then you have the opposite. There are some women who are teeny tiny that they're like, no matter what I do, I can't put weight on. And I feel like a little girl in my clothes, and I don't fill out my clothes. Mm-hmm. So we have to always know the grass is not always greener on the other side. Right? everything that you have, because I think as women, when we tend to say, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like that, if you were standing in the mm-hmm. face of God right now, would you tell him you're God, all-powerful, almighty, but you made a mistake when it came to me? We wouldn't, mm-hmm. but that's what we do every time we look in the mirror and say we don't like what yes. you created. You seem to me kind of a private person because that's how I am. That's why another reason I was instantly connected. I instantly connected with you. What happened that made you say, okay, let me go ahead and do this reality thing? You know, I would say for me the thing that made me do this reality show, I think it's like, with anybody, even a scuba diver. You take a tank down with you, it only has so much air, and at some point you're going to run out of air and you got to come up to the surface. You get tired of being in the shadow, and it's like, hold on, i got to come up for for me. I have to have my own wings. I want to leave my own footprints in the sand, and at some point you don't get the accolades, you don't get the recognition that you deserve. When I was on tour, you People didn't understand. I'm his principal dancer. I am his, you know, his choreographer. I'm doing videos. When there's a tour, I'm on mm-hmm. tour. I'm right there on stage along with my ex. So at some point, it's like I'm putting in as many hours and as much hard work as you are, mm-hmm. but I'm not being recognized for it. And let's be real. Entertainment business is called a business for a reason. There's money to be yeah. made. So it's like being a ghostwriter. I tell people I'm like the phantom wife. It, it's, it's like technical mm-hmm. people but nobody ever sees it happen. You just wake up one day and it's gets under the tree. Well, you wake up one day and a tour is done. No, there was a choreographer. There is a dancer. There was wardrobe that had to be put together. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm passionate about my art form. When I'm on the stage, it feels no different. I don't feel like, oh, they're just yelling for my ex. I feel like I'm a part. I'm, I'm paint on this canvas also, but nobody sees my color. I can't continue to live my mm-hmm. life that way. When they came to me with the show, 
And Nicole's a friend of mm-hmm. mine. When I found out who the other ladies were, I'm like, these are dynamic women that you yeah. kind of sort of knew. Like Nicole, of course, she was more on the forefront with Eddie. But Cherie, it was kind of like, oh, okay, I didn't know she's in. All these great women who did these wonderful things to help put these men and push them to that next level, yet you're not being recognized. And our show mm-hmm. is not about our exes and the fact that we got divorced. It's about us and why they married us in the first place. Right. Did you have any preconceived notions about doing the reality show from watching no. past reality shows? No, because you know what I, I like to call our show, we are coming from entertainment royalty. And that's not to put anybody else down. That's not to say any of my counterparts are left man or take anything away from my sisters. But we weren't married to one who wonders. We're not talking Eddie Murphy. He did one film and disappeared, and you haven't heard from him since the 80s. You're talking about royalty. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Prince. You're talking about R. Kelly. You're talking about Eddie Murphy. We're talking Will Smith. Mm-hmm. So these men we just came from a different caliber. Yo, though we were not in the forefront, it's not like we were new to Louis Vuitton. We were not new to Gucci. We weren't new to, you know, Chanel. That has always been a part of our right. lives, but we were just in the shadows. So to be a part of a show that is not highlighting what we had and what we did, it's highlighting what we do and what we brought to the table, that's a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. So I'm just so proud of the project. I'm proud of the ladies. So it's just really something different. And I think it's just showing the other side. Also, that women, we do love on each other. We do support each other. And our show Mm -hmm. stays true to because there's conflict. That's not the premise of our show about showing conflict every week. It's about Mm -hmm. showing how we solve the conflict every week and how we can deal with each other. I respect you and I love you as my sister even though you get on my last nerve. <laughs> and that's real. That's real life. It's real. You know, that's real life. the reality shows that I've watched, it is not real life for every female to just want to get down and drag down, fight and pull hair. That's not us. That's not who we it's are. Not. We don't do that. You know, we do we walk away from, from fights. We do just walk away and then come back and have a conversation, a civilized conversation, without right. fighting. Right, you know, right. Like, I haven't had a fight since the fifth grade. You know what I'm saying, girl? The last time I had a fight, boo, I was carrying a lunchbox. So what does that tell you? Fight. Come on, honey. Yes, the last time I had a fight, I still had recess. What are we doing? There you go. Nobody does that. Exactly. We all too grown for that. Nobody is going to mm-hmm. do that. And at some point, as a grown woman, it's not always about automatically being on the defensive. If you ain't going to do this shit, stop sometimes and be self-reflective and go, you know what? I can see how that hurt you. Or I can see how that seemed disrespectful mm-hmm. when I said that. And when you apologize, it does not necessarily say that I'm saying I'm wrong. Apologizing. Right. I'm a grown enough woman to say, I see your point of view, and I see where you didn't understand me. So let me explain it a little differently. And grown women do that, and we don't have a problem mm-hmm. with it. But unfortunately, we live in a society, when you do that, they try to say that we're, you know, oh, she, she's grown, because one minute she was her friend, and now she's not. No, I'm grown. Right. And I, I can come back mm-hmm. and say, I have wronged you in way. I'm grown. I know how to be civilized when I'm in a room with you because I don't like you does not mean I need to disrespect you every time I'm in a room with you. So no, that means that I'm a grown-ass woman. 
Wow. Tell them, girl. A difference. Big difference. Now, everyone knows your ex-husband is famous, but how do you feel about having, how do you feel about having some semblance of fame being on television? You know what? I feel like I was built for this. I was born for this. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been dancing since I was three years old. So the first time that I was on a stage in front of an audience was not with my ex-husband. I've been performing since a little girl, so it was just a natural transition when I did audition to become his choreographer and then eventually his wife. So being in front Mm -hmm. of an audience, being on stage, and the whole, I don't get caught up in the fame of it because I do what I do because I love it. I'm on that stage because it's my passion. So whether I'm dancing Mm -hmm. for 50 or 50,000, I'm going to get 100%. So whether one person watches my show or I'm not on a reality show at all, I still feel like I'm a star either way. I'm going to shine. My father is who he is. I'm a part of royalty. So this is the gift Mm -hmm. he gave me. So R. Kelly did not give me this. R. Kelly did not put me in the limelight. My father came to tell me who I was born. I'm just walking in it now. I was born to do mm-hmm. it. So for me, I'm comfortable in it. So whether I'm on TV or not, I would still be doing it. What's the most difficult part about sharing your life with millions of people weekly? Girl, I can't go to the grocery store with a hat on. <laughs> I would say that is the one thing. Like, when you go to the store, people notice you like, right. like, girl, I'm going to get busted with your t-shirt and these dirty Uggs on. Do not pull out that camera phone. But I'm just so real, girl. I would take the picture anyway. I'm like, you can tweet it and underneath oh, so cool. All right, all right, sign paper towel. It is what it is. I mean, because mm-hmm. I want women up in that smoking mirror and sometimes that's a really bad thing if they think that I don't have a down day if they think that I don't have days when I'm bloated and got cramps and I'm not in the mood I'm just like you there's no such thing as celebrity mm-hmm. cellulite my back is going to look just like yours there's no such thing as celebrity stretch marks mine will look just like Amen. yours be right. reaching for my dreams seems more real to them I don't seem so mm-hmm. unattainable. Their dreams don't seem so unattainable because it's like, hey, if Drea could do it and she rocking it and she in the store and still taking care of her kids, then I can work this job and still go after my singing career. Yes. I can be right. job doing it. So I want my fans and my dreamers to be connected to the realness in me. So I'm okay mm-hmm. with it. But I would say that's probably the worst I can say right now is when you're looking crazy and people got their camera phone. You're like, well, I <laughs> Definitely going on Twitter and Instagram cheese, and you hit it. <laughs> how old are your kids, and how do they feel about mom being on television? Well, my oldest is 15, Joanne. My middle daughter, Jaya, is 13. And my little man, Rob Jr., he is 11, girl. And they are so proud when I say I stand Aww. on their shoulders. Like, it's so weird to see them around the house and saying, check your email, or they'd be like, 1995, but she's been here. To see them really, you know, laughing, girl, it is a wonderful thing. But the thing I would say most is I always check in with my kids and I ask them, how am I doing mm-hmm. as a mom? I allow them to give me report cards and I say, what do you need more from mommy? What do you need less from mommy? And that's the one thing that they can say that makes me so proud is, 
you never forget to be a mom. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. You're living in Chicago and swinging back and forth to L.A. So how are you balancing it all? Girl, I, the grace of God, I don't know. Between, actually, I'm tri-coastal. I'm between Chicago, L.A., and Atlanta because I have dancers in Atlanta. I have a home in Atlanta. So I have all that going on. Then I have Chicago, which is home base for us. This is where our family is. Mm-hmm. And then in L.A., I'm they're working and filming so you just work it out but with my family our friends their aunts uncles cousins my family has been like you've been in the shadow for so long and we've always yeah. known that this is doing don't it's worry it's your time you go do mm-hmm. what you have these kids are okay and i have made such a foundation for my children that it's not one of those situations where all we know is my mom works we never see her I've put in that work. I've been in the trenches. I've been there. I don't miss games. I don't miss birthdays. That's one thing they know. When I'm working, if it's my daughter's birthday, mm-hmm. if it's out, if it's a dance, I'm out. I'm getting on the plane, and I don't care if I've been filming for 12 hours. I will go from there to the airport to make sure that my children know I will never sacrifice their childhood for my dreams or fame. It's never going to mm-hmm. happen. Many, many women have and are going through divorce you are recently divorced what advice would you give a woman who is going through what you've gone through and and trying to start over you know because it's hard starting over when you depended on someone else you know right. and now you're alone and you're doing every you're doing it by well you know not mostly not completely by yourself but you're on your own what advice would you give that woman who has experienced or is experiencing what you have you know, the advice that I would give a woman who's experienced what, I, what I've gone through or what I've been through, I would say is self-responsibility. And I know that seems odd, but what I mean by that is take responsibility for your part of the demise of that marriage. Whatever you went mm. through, not saying you deserved it, what did you allow? A closed mouth mm. did not get fed. At the end of the day, you can't say, oh, my husband cheated, he cheated, he cheated, that's why I left. No, you have to be self-reflective and say, I allowed a cheating man back into my life time and time again. That was your mm-hmm. choice. That's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. That Learn from that and then say, now I know what not to do. Now I know what I will not allow. Now I know that I will put myself first, even above my children. Because one day my children are going to leave my home, get married, and have their own children. I don't want to look back and say, I could have, would have, should have. We need to be living examples for our children. We can't tell them to go after their hopes and dreams and become somebody and we don't do it ourselves. We're their best teachers. We're our best teachers mm-hmm. for ourselves. Don't put a man before you that is crash and burn. Don't make that man your God. So at some point in that relationship, look back and see, where did I make this man my God? Where did I put this man before me? Where did I put my children before me? And when you're self-respected, take that responsibility, you become a whole woman going into the next relationship. Some of us got married and didn't have husbands. Because you're married, you mean you have a husband. You knew you shouldn't have been with him first. So it's really about checking your own mail. Then you can get over that divorce much faster because then you know what your part is. We can't control anybody else, but we can control Mm -hmm. ourselves. We can control what we allow. That allows you to get over 
much faster because you will reflect and go, I see where I could have said no to that. I see where I could have said no, I'm not putting myself last. I see where I could have said you out. You cheated you out. What did I allow? Mm-hmm. Girl, you you will in the blink of an eye you will be over that. Girl, you need to write I know, a book I know, I preach, you're girl. preaching the I gospel I, right now. Well, you know what? I also do motivational speaking. That is my passion. dancing, motivational speaking mm-hmm. is my passion. It is my love. I want to share with women. You know, I, I do a, uh, it's like a one-woman slash motivational speaking show, and it's under the red carpet. It was going to be a book, but I feel like my audience connects to me, and I connect with them. I want it to be intimate. I want it to seem like yeah. it's just me and you sitting in the living room. You call me over for a glass of wine, and we sat down and had mm-hmm. a good old talk. So I decided let's do the tour first, then we'll do the book, because I feel like women need to hear it straight from my mouth. There's so many distractions mm-hmm. when you try to read a book. you got kids, the phone, bill, dog. You can't do anything for the next hour. So mm-hmm. that's why I decided, you know what, i got to share with my sisters. I want them to be strong, and I feel like God chose me to go through what I went through because everybody doesn't make it out. Everybody does not come out on the other side okay. But I need women to know you have cracks, but you are not broken. And I'm a living testimony of that. I have been to hell and back. It's no joke, but you can make it out. You know, sometimes you don't get that with a book, you know. Sometimes I need to see yeah. my sister embrace my sister. I need to hug my mm-hmm. sister. I need to look you in your eyes. I need you to feel me and hear what I'm saying. You're going to be yes, okay. you need to feel that energy. I, yes. They need that energy. Yes. So, girl, yes, motivational speaking, that is like, other than dance, that's my passion. That's what I live for. Dating, has it been difficult? And if you are dating, how are you explaining it to your kids? Dating has been difficult in the past because you mm-hmm. get caught in this catch-22. It's like, you know what, I don't want to do the celebrity thing because it's too much and I'm not about to be in somebody else's shadow. And if it is a celebrity, mm-hmm. you don't have to be somebody that is willing to share that spotlight. We're going to step out as partners. I'm not going to be your plus one. And no, ma'am, she's not doing mm-hmm. that. I'm going to be on the guest list under my own name. So it's a little difficult, mm-hmm. but when you get with the average guy, they really don't understand the back and forth, the fly. You're here, you're there. Well, when are you coming back? You just got here. You just left. So that pool of going out to dinner and people coming up to your table and they want to take pictures and eat. So in that, it, it's been a, a tricky trying to figure that out. So, you know, mm-hmm. one day that, that one will come along, and I feel like he's going to be made just for me. God is going to have mm-hmm. him prepared lifestyle and should he end up in the business I'm fine with that if he's already in the business I kind of shy away from that because there's just so much I think it's like been there done that got the t-shirt type thing I really don't know right now your castmates describe them I'm going to say their name and give one word to describe each of them okay 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 jessica my baby sister annoying baby sister sometimes <laughs> so okay so one word i would say yeah baby sister nicole sexy my thing oh my love sheree my wings and the new cast member martin lawrence's ex-wife shamika my girl <laughs> that's my girl <laughs> <laughs> Which cast members yes. are you most closest to? I would have to say my day because our lives are so parallel. We even got married on the same day. 
the same year. The fact that we both started out as our ex-dancers, then we made the transition to fiancé, to wife, to mother, then we got divorced. We both have been in dance since we were toddlers. So our lives are so parallel. And I'm also of Latina descent. So my mom is half Puerto Rican. She's Puerto Rican. So wow. our lives are so parallel in so many ways that we just connect. That explains that, that baby hair. That that baby hair, baby. Yes. Yeah. No. Let me tell you, it's two people in the world that will have baby hair and had it forever. Michael Jackson and Puerto Rican. Baby, it's not cool. I don't know. Please stop. I love it. I love it. Tell us, tell us something no one knows. No one knows that Drea Kelly has a phobia, and I'm so scared of the inside of mushrooms, girl. I hate the way they look. <laughs> and I, it will send me running and screaming down the aisles of a grocery store. Now, where can everyone go 
to keep up with everything that you're doing. You're building this empire. You're touring. You have the DVD. You're on the show. Where can we go to keep up with Drea? Well, on Facebook and Twitter, I'm at Drea Kelly. That's D-R-E-A-K-E-L-L-Y. On Instagram, it's official Drea Kelly. On Vine and Keek, I believe that I, I am Drea Kelly. And my website is I am Drea Kelly. Go there and find out all the good stuff we're doing. It's under construction right now because we have so many things that we want to add from last season and have my Drea mm-hmm. update line coming out that has all my Drea-isms on it, working on the fashion line, and we're getting the tour date finalized for the motivational speaking under the red carpet. So that will be on there. But please, everybody, hit me up. I love hearing from my dreamers. People ask me all the time, what are you wearing? What's this lipstick? I see people, and I'm like, girl, the picture, the little Abby, you slamming. I'm going to need that shirt. I do my own tweets. <laughs> That I do, so don't think that somebody else is responding. It's really Drea responding back to you. So just oh, hit me up, cool. y'all. Check out. Always got something going on. That's wonderful. Drea, I'm so excited, and I'm proud of you for being the role model that we need in this reality world right now. I thank you for being true to who you are and giving us the real, because that's what I love about you. And much respect oh. you. Oh, thank you, Mama, and so much love back to you because I'm very clear as journalists and radio personalities, I, you guys don't have to interview me. It's not like it's in your contract. So I thank you all for giving me that voice, putting me on the air, putting pen to pad, and allowing my story to be told and my journey to continue because without you guys, you all always get bashed for the bad, but you do so much good in allowing my journey to continue. So I want to thank you for just being a part of this journey. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, sis. Thank you. I do appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you all for listening to the Side Effect Radio Show tonight. I do appreciate you. Until next time, continue to spread peace and love. Mwah.